the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You are listening to the Advanced Colorado Rundown, Colorado's conservative podcast, providing insight and thought-provoking discussions on Colorado's most critical policy issues. Let's join Michael Fields for today's edition. Welcome back to another episode of the Advanced Colorado Rundown. I'm Christy Burton-Brown, and today I'm joined with Congresswoman Lauren Boebert, who's going to talk to us about a number of the bills she's running in Congress that focus on local issues that are so important to the people in her district and all across Colorado. Thanks for joining me, Congresswoman. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an exciting year, and it's really fun to be in the majority. Absolutely. That's a wonderful thing. Uh, We know that a lot of people in Colorado recognize you as a voice on big national topics, Uh, But some people are less familiar with the work you do helping communities and local people in your district, as well as the bills you run to promote economic development, cut federal red tape, preserve Colorado's water rights in Congress, and create jobs. So I'd love to get your perspective on several of these bills that you've sponsored. And if we can start with the Pueblo Jobs Act, which, from my understanding, would create at least a thousand jobs in Pueblo. Yes. And if I may just back up for a second, uh, you know, Christy, a lot of people know me as a fighter because I had to fight to get here. I had to fight to prove that I was actually going to represent the people in Colorado's third district and their interests. In the first term that I served, there was a lot of legislation that came out of my office and a lot of really great things that we were able to actually accomplish for Colorado's third district. And there was funding for forest management or our rural community hospital. Uh, or the 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 PILT program uh, for our our counties that have uh, a great deal of federal lands uh, and they aren't able to generate tax uh, revenue um, on that land and so there was a lot that I was able to accomplish even saving um, seven seven million gallons of gas seven billion uh, gallon uh, of, of water excuse me um, uh, seven billion gallons of water in the San Luis Valley that the Front range was trying to steal from them. And so there was a lot that I was able to accomplish. But now being in the majority and having the gavels uh, and being able to direct the narrative for legislation, I'm able to actually um, move my legislation forward through committee, have hearings, have markups and prove that I'm not just a fighter. I'm an effective legislator. And so that's something that I'm very proud of. And since you asked about the Pueblo Jobs Act, um, this is something that I'm very, very excited about. Uh, it recently passed the House as a provision in the National Defense Authorization Act. And specifically, my bill was added as an amendment that passed with unanimous bipartisan uh, support. My Pueblo Jobs Act will create at least 1,000 new jobs in Pueblo as the Pueblo Chemical Depot finishes its closure process. My bill ensures that this important infrastructure and existing resources will be put to work benefiting Pueblo instead of just being torn down or bulldozed. So my version of the the Pueblo Jobs Act 
passed the House, and it's also in the text of the Senate bill. So I'm looking forward to this, uh, it, the final passage and it being signed into law. I, I'm very excited that my first bill uh, represents Pueblo, an area in my district that I visit far more than any other, um, although I am throughout my district pretty regularly. Yes. Well, and I know when I was chairman of the party, you were in absolutely every county. And every time people saw you, they were, um, you know, the next day asking you to come back. So I know from seeing <laughs> personally that you were on the ground all the time in your district. And I think to your point, Congresswoman Bobert, uh, that a lot of the economic or natural resource bills that you run do often find bipartisan and sometimes unanimous support. I don't think a lot of people know that, but they should know it because that's so important for Colorado. Uh, I've introduced 20 amendments to legislation, and this is something I fought hard for in the beginning of the year to have regular order and to empower each individual member of Congress to represent their constituents back home. The way the amendment process typically uh, has worked in the past is amendments are offered to legislation in in committees of jurisdiction, and we don't all serve on every committee. And now we can offer amendments and uh, bring those to the House floor for the entire body to vote on. And I've had um, nearly 20 amendments that have been offered and all have passed with bipartisan support. That's excellent. Uh, I'd like to also ask you about the Convey Act, which I think was one of the bills that the Aspen Daily News recently said, oh, Congresswoman Boebert has a number of bills gaining traction in the current Congress. And that was one of them, which, from my understanding, cuts federal regulation, cuts federal tape, and really helps citizens in Mesa County. Yes. So another county that I am proud to represent, uh, this will certainly help Mesa County and their economy. My Convey Act uh, received a, a hearing recently in the House Natural Resources Committee and should be passing the committee in the upcoming weeks. I've been working closely with Commissioner Cody Davis and uh, the other commissioners in Mesa County on this bill that directs the Secretary of the Interior to convey 31.1 acres slated for disposal and uh, that the federal um, government uh, no longer uh, wants. And so Mesa County, for um, economic development purposes, will benefit uh, from this bill in Clifton. The county, Christy, has been trying to get this done for well over five years. Uh, if you ask Rose Puglisi, she would tell you, uh, the, our, our, one of our state house representatives and former Mesa County Commissioner, she would tell you that she found this uh, land that was up for disposal five years ago, but it's really been on the disposal list much longer than that. And while the federal bureaucrats dragged their feet on this for way too long, the good news is we are finally moving through the legislative process. And even the Bureau of Land Management testified in committee in support of my bill. And this bill should hopefully pass the committee before the August recess. That's great news. Uh, for all of Colorado. I think anytime land gets returned to Colorado instead of owned by the federal government, it's good for all of us and good for Coloradans to have more economic opportunity and use of our land. So thanks for running that one. Uh, Congresswoman Bobert, I'd also like to ask you about water, because as you know, in Colorado, our water is very precious to us. It is a right, our water rights that we uh, landowners and cities and localities and counties all hold very dear. And we try to keep it here instead of constantly going to states like California or a whole host of other issues with water rights. But you've run a very important water storage bill that I'd love to hear more about. 
Yes. Uh, so anytime someone asks me, what are your top three issues that you are working on for Colorado? I answer water, water, water. Uh, that is certainly a, a top issue for um, all Coloradans. And it's not um, just because of droughts or a lack of water in our beautiful state. But there's usually an overallocation um, uh, problem that we are trying to overcome. So my water storage bill also received a uh, a hearing recently in the Natural Resources Committee. And so to break down what this bill does, just like homeowners can pay off their mortgage early if they want to, my bill allows water users to use a similar authority to voluntarily pay off water storage and delivery costs that they owe to the federal government. As long as a repayment obligation exists, federal strings are attached like onerous paperwork requirements and limitations on how much acreage a farmer can even plant. So when this authority was originally authorized from uh, 2016 to 2020, 86 contractors prepaid what they owed the federal government, generating over $340 million into a specific account for new water storage projects. And given the historic drought and water challenges we've had in Colorado and in the West, it is clear that we need more water storage and not to be capturing more water um, to, um, to which we are entitled to. So I also expect this bill to fully pass uh, the Natural Resources Committee before the August recess. That's great news as well. Uh, definitely good for all of Colorado to keep more water here. I think whether we're talking about your district or the Eastern Plains or so many areas in Colorado, water storage is a really key issue. So um, it's great you've been carrying and having success with that bill. Um, since natural resources and public lands are such a big issue in your district, and across Colorado. Um, Very important to a lot of our members and listeners as well. Uh, Do you have any other priorities with natural resources um, or public lands that you'd like to share that you're working on? Yes, uh, thank you for that question. There are many things that I I am working on. Um, One of the things that I'm most excited about that has not been reintroduced this year is my forest management legislation. This is something that I came out very aggressive with in my first term, Um, but uh, I'm trying to bring this um, back to the locals, back to stakeholders, and rebuild this legislation from the bottom up. Um, I I want buy-in from the constituents in Colorado's third district. Uh, So we are doing even more in this legislation now to make sure that our public lands are protected um, for uh, multiple use, uh, for uh, energy development, and to ensure that we are not um, uh, uh, having wilderness designations that lock up our land and prevent us from managing our forests. Uh, We've had four of Colorado's largest wildfires in my district uh, in just the past few years. And uh, we even saw another 3,000 plus acres um, burn in, in Parachute, Colorado, in Garfield County. Um, an amazing team of more than 500 firefighters were immediately on the ground to um, to tackle that. But um, this is a problem that we have. We have to be able to manage our forests so we can prevent some of these catastrophic wildfires. We all want clean air. We all want clean water. And part of that is managing the land that we all uh, um, avail to be good stewards of. Uh, a lot of folks um, talk about carbon emissions and uh, and the environment. 
Well, one catastrophic wildfire emits more carbon emissions into our atmosphere in just a few short days than every vehicle running 24-7 for an entire year in the state of Colorado. So this is something um, that we have to be responsible and diligent and aggressive about um, so we can be good stewards. Um, but, but Christy, I, I do, if, if we have time, there are a couple of other things that I'm working on in a very bipartisan and bicameral way um, that are coming from the Natural Resources. Resources Committee. Uh, so I, I would like to highlight uh, that I'm working closely with Senator Hickenlooper and local stakeholders on my Colorado River Fish Recovery Bill. Uh, and the, the programs that are reauthorized in my bill provide endangered species, the, the Endangered Species Act uh, compliance to ensure 2,500 water projects, there we go with water again, uh, including 1,200 that are in Colorado, continue to function by providing legal certainty for water users throughout Colorado, New Mexico, Utah, and even Wyoming. And so this, this legislation has been um, introduced and we will have a hearing on this uh, at the end of July. So I, I'm very excited um, that Senator Hickenlooper has a companion bill in the Senate, uh, and we can do even more uh, to secure our water infrastructure in Colorado with this. Oh, that's very important. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, are, were there any other bills that you wanted to make sure people are aware of relating to natural resources or public yes. lands? So, so Christy, I would love for folks to go to my website, bobert.house.gov. All of my legislation is, is posted there and, um, and information regarding the legislation is, is broke down, uh, very well on there. But I, I do have a Dolores River bill that I worked again by, in a bicameral manner with Senators, uh, Bennett and Hickenlooper to reintroduce this bill, uh, in this Congress. Uh, this legislation, it protects private property and prevents the seizure of water rights by the federal government while pre uh, while preventing a wild scenic designation in perpetuity, which is very, very important because those are land and water grabs. This bill allows for traditional uses in this area to continue, including motorized use, grazing, and mining. And I'm very optimistic that this legislation um, will get passed uh, and, and we'll get this done for the people of Southwest Colorado. Well, Congresswoman Bobert, I think the work that you're talking about is proving that it really is possible for people to go to D.C. and fight for our state, fight for Colorado. And that's what what you're doing, what these two bills you're co-sponsoring with Senators Higginlooper and Bennett are proving. So um, I think people love to hear about more bipartisan efforts like that, that are preserving the rights that are so dear to us here in Colorado. So thank you, Congresswoman Boebert, for being on the Advance Rundown podcast today. Um, our listeners will be so glad to hear about your fight for water rights, natural resources, economic development, creating more jobs. There's so many things that are central to our independent way of life in Colorado. So thank you, Congresswoman. It is an absolute honor uh, to work on these uh, uh, bills and many, many others um, to make sure that I'm producing results for um, not just Colorado's third district, but our state as a whole, because a lot of this trickles out of my district. And so it's, it's an honor uh, to be here and be a voice of uh, Colorado's third. And thanks so much for having me, Christy. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Advanced Colorado Rundown, brought to you by Advanced Colorado, the conservative thought leader, driving dialogue and solutions to Colorado's most critical policy issues. Find them at advancecolorado.org. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.